Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 40. Come ye disconsolate, where'er ye languish. Here health and peace are found, life, truth, and love. Here bring your wounded hearts, here tell your anguish. Earth has no sorrow, but love can remove. Hymn number 40. The scriptural selection this morning will be given by Imogene from Australia. The Bible, Psalm. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength 
in whom I will trust. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. For by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. For who is God save the Lord? Or who is a rock save our God? He maketh my feet like hind's feet, and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand hath holden me up, and thy gentleness hath made me great. The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and let the God of my salvation be exalted. I love the Lord. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer, and then follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable one. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and 
for God is infinite. All power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 118. Holy Spirit, light divine, shine upon this heart of mine. Kindle every high desire, cleanse my thought in thy pure fire. Hymn number 118. to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our Sunday morning service for July 30th, 2023. We begin each Sunday morning at 10 o'clock with our roundtable discussion, which is a valuable and practical training session in Christian science. If you missed this morning's discussion, you can find a link, of the, a link to the recording of it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. 
We have an outstanding website, plainfieldcs.com. It has an amazing amount of the very best, very finest Christian science literature that you can read, study, and listen to. There are writings by Mary Baker Eddy and writings by students who lived in her home and saw her live this science on a daily basis. These are a wonderful source to get the pure teaching of Mrs. Eddy. And we also have 17 additional websites in a variety of languages so that people can hear and read the healing truths of pure Christian science in their own language. So feel free to look through our websites. They are all completely free and you don't have to join anything either. We have a Sunday school for children that meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. That class has its own teleconference number, so any child anywhere in the world can participate. In fact, many of the students do attend by phone. So if you have a child of Sunday school age and don't live in the area, call the church and we will give you that number. We will be more than happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We also have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healing and lives transformed through the study and practice of Christian science. And we have a nursery available at every one of our services for infants and toddlers. So be sure to bring the whole family. Everyone is welcome here, including all of you who are listening and participating from all over the world. We will now have the reading of a testimony from Science and Health, which attests to the healing power obtained through studying the Christian Science textbook. That reading will be given this morning by Janet from Georgia. Page 634, Truth Makes Free. As the son of a physician, a graduate in pharmacy, and an ex-druggist, I had a perfect contempt for what I thought Christian science to be. About six and a half years ago, however, Having exhausted all material means at my command, materia medica, electricity, gymnastics, cycling, and so on, and being in a hopeless state, the study of Christian science was taken up. I had been a sufferer from catarrh and sore throat for over 30 years, and in the last five were added several others including dyspepsia and bronchitis, and a loss in flesh of 60 pounds. I was completely healed and regained health, strength, and flesh through the spiritual understanding of Christian science, the result of about six-week study. This good and perfect gift came to me through the careful and prayerful study of Christian science. 
as revealed to the world today through science and health. The promise of Christ Jesus, the truth shall make you free, was fulfilled, and the past six years of health and harmony have been spent in striving to hold fast that which is good. While most grateful for the physical healing, my gratitude for the mental and spiritual regeneration is beyond expression. When I learned that Jesus' mission of healing sickness as well as sin did not end with his short stay upon earth, but is practical in all ages, my joy was unbounded. Having spent thousands in the old way, it seemed wonderful to be healed at such small cost as the price of the little book and a few weeks' study. Every thought of prejudice immediately vanished before the proofs that Christian science is indeed the elucidation and practical application of Jesus' teachings, which are demonstrable truth, the same yesterday and today and forever. CNC, Memphis, Tennessee. The lesson sermon this, for this morning can be found on page 10 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, love. The golden text is from Jeremiah. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. The responsive reading is from 1 John and Deuteronomy. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and every one that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. And he will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee. Gary from Plainfield will now read. I will read from the Bible. John. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Matthew. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Luke. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. John and Matthew Jesus said unto them, Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor, and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his sons to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Luke And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him, weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. 
Now, when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed him five hundred pence, and the other fifty. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house, Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman since the time I came in hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, Her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. John Then said Jesus unto them again, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, 
is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. For the Father himself loveth you, because ye have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. Ephesians Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amanda from Missouri will now read. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. God is love. More than this, we cannot ask. Higher, we cannot look. Farther, we cannot go. Rabbi and priest taught the Mosaic Law which said an eye for an eye. And whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. Not so did Jesus, the new executor for God, present the divine law of love, which blesses even those that curse it. Of the ten lepers whom Jesus healed, but one returned to give God thanks. That is, to acknowledge the divine principle which had healed him. First in the list of Christian duties, he taught his followers the healing power of truth and love. It is related in the seventh chapter of Luke's Gospel that Jesus was once the honored guest of a certain Pharisee by name Simon, though he was quite unlike Simon the disciple. While they were at meat, an unusual incident occurred, as if to interrupt the scene of oriental festivity. A strange woman came in. She bore an alabaster jar. Breaking the sealed jar, she perfumed Jesus' feet with the oil, wiping them with her long hair which hung loosely about her shoulders, as was customary with women of her grade. Did Jesus spurn the woman? Did he repel her adoration? No. He regarded her compassionately. Nor was this all. Knowing what those around him were saying in their hearts, especially his host, that they were wondering why, being a prophet, the exalted guest did not at once detect the woman's immoral status and bid her depart. Knowing this, Jesus rebuked them with a short story or parable. He described two debtors, one for a large sum and one for a smaller, who were released from their obligations by their common creditor. Which of them will love him most? was the master's question to Simon the Pharisee. And Simon replied, He to whom he forgave most. 
Jesus approved the answer, and so brought home the lesson to all, following it with that remarkable declaration to the woman, Thy sins are forgiven. She bathed his feet with her tears before she anointed them with the oil. In the absence of other proofs, was her grief sufficient evidence to warrant the expectation of her repentance, reformation, and growth in wisdom? Certainly there was encouragement in the mere fact that she was showing her affection for a man of undoubted goodness and purity, who has since been rightfully regarded as the best man that ever trod this planet. Her reverence was unfeigned, and it was manifested towards one who was soon, though they knew it not, to lay down his mortal existence in behalf of all sinners, that through his word and works they might be redeemed from sensuality and sin. Which was the higher tribute to such ineffable affection, the hospitality of the Pharisee or the contrition of the Magdalene? This is what is meant by seeking truth, Christ, not for the loaves and fishes, nor like the Pharisee, with the arrogance of rank and display of scholarship, but like Mary Magdalene, from the summit of devout consecration, with the oil of gladness and the perfume of gratitude, with tears of repentance, and with those hairs all numbered by the Father. The substance of all devotion is the reflection and demonstration of divine love, healing sickness, and destroying sin. Our Master said, If ye love me, keep my commandments. Jesus taught but one God, one Spirit, who makes man in the image and likeness of himself, of spirit, not of matter. Man reflects infinite truth, life, and love. Jesus aided in reconciling man to God by giving man a truer sense of love, the divine principle of Jesus' teachings. And this truer sense of love redeems man from the law of matter, sin, and death by the law of spirit, the law of divine love. One infinite God, good, unifies men and nations, constitutes the brotherhood of man, ends wars, fulfills the scripture, love thy neighbor as thyself, annihilates pagan and Christian idolatry. Whatever is wrong in social, civil, criminal, political, and religious codes equalizes the sexes annuls the curse on man and leaves nothing that can sin, suffer, be punished, or destroyed. In the following psalm, one word shows, though faintly, the light which Christian science throws on the scriptures by substituting for the corporeal sense the incorporeal or spiritual sense of deity. Psalm 23, Divine Love is my shepherd.
I shall not want. Love maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Love leadeth me beside the still waters. Love restoreth my soul, spiritual sense. Love leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for love is with me. Love's rod and love's staff, they comfort me. Love prepareth a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Love anointeth my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house, the consciousness of love forever. The vital part the heart and soul of Christian science is love. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let us sing hymn number 32. The words of this hymn were written by Mary Baker Eddy. Brood o'er us with thy sheltering wing, neath which our spirits blend. Like brother birds that soar and sing and on the same branch bend. The arrow that doth wound the dove darts not from those who watch and love. Hymn number 32.
take a look around you tell me what you see people here to worship the lord just like you Let's now sing hymn number 179. Love one another, word of revelation. Love frees from error's thrall. Love is liberation. Love's way the master trod. 
He that loves shall walk with God. Love is the royal way. Hymn number 179. from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passage from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth, matter is mortal air. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. 
Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Matthew, Christ Jesus, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. Amen.